Welcome everyone to another episode of the Skyrim here at Homie and the Dude. I am your unexceptional dungeon master and I am joined by our exceptional cast of players. So stoked to have you guys here. Um, couple of quick shout outs. First one is to um, the editors, Becky and Ben. Shout out to the art team, Alex, Josh, Victor, and shout out to our sponsors of this actual play stream. Underground Oracle Publishing, one of the best third-party supplement creators out there. Um, they've allowed us so kindly to use uh, some of their amazing um, content uh, here at Homie and the Dude. Um, you'll find that Blake is playing one of their Awakened Familiar characters and uh, is using a bunch of their spells. So if you enjoy any of that, definitely go check out UO Publishing. Um, they are amazing. Other than that, last session, uh, our players after uh, after a very impressive musical performance, the Green Jalapenos just absolutely crushing it again. Proceeded to go get some food in the Isogashi Bazaar in the center of Midtown. Um, they went to Tina's place and got some shawarma bits with uh, some some of nature's bacon bits, which are uh, crispy crickets and things like that. Um, from there, the team uh, went at, sorry Everson Rom actually went and got some gloves uh, for Evis, as well as also getting some swags of holding. Um, from there, the party did unveil to Toad and Arnar that they had been part of uh, kind of a, a bit of a murder scene. <laughs> um, and uh, and they, they rushed them quickly to Olfer's house where Olfer met the group. Um, they informed Olfer of the situation and he was exceedingly surprised. Um, and with a, a bit of chaotic uh, discussion, the group finally agreed that they were going to go to uh, downtown to go to the um, bathhouse, uh, the Toranosu, which the Claw Mafia, uh, it's their headquarters, it's where they operate out of. Um, and from there, um, the group began making their way after stuffing Evis into one of the swags of holding and leaving their head just poking out um, to, to ease their walk across the town after their recent injury. So, you're all sat comfortably? Let's begin. Cross through Nome City, which is the industrial area, as I mentioned last time, where you can hear the clangs of hammers, you can hear the <laughs> of saws kind of going, um, you can hear like off in the distance. Um, as soon as you guys get in this area, the air becomes a lot thicker from all of the fumes being given off from these warehouses. I mean, it instantly becomes a lot denser. As you cross Nome City uh, into downtown, uh, you find yourselves in a very different type of part of the city. The, the roads are no longer cobbled here. They're actually uh, completely dirt. You can see the buildings are pretty close together. The, the alley alleyways are fairly narrow in some places. Um, and you can see that there's like, you know, trash can fires like every now and then. Uh, you can see that a lot of people are kind of mingling. But as you begin walking through, uh, you get like this feeling that all the eyes are on you, almost like that downtown is more of a living organism than it is, you know, a place that people live. Like all the people are kind of, you know, part of one, one kind of, you know, synonymous feeling. And uh, as you guys make your way through uh, downtown, um, you can hear again, like children laughing. You can hear people kind of shouting and having a good time and, and things like that. You can also hear the odd like <sighs> moan of pain and like grunts and things like that. And most people down here are dressed in like big cloth wraps that are like very dirty. So you've got like kind of desert garb, but very like dirty, like browns and blacks and splodges of like uh, stains <sighs> and things like that. Um, as you guys make your way through downtown, you arrive at the bathhouse, which um, if you're looking at the map, um, I have zoomed in on mine, but I'm not sure if that's, I don't think that's zooming in on your guys. Um, if you go to, if you zoom in to where the red light district is, just to the right of that, um, yeah, just, just to the right of that, there's the bathhouse yeah. right here. 
Um, and you can okay. see there is a giant bathhouse that extends upwards. You can see steam kind of coming out of pipes that protrude from different parts. Um, it's a red brick building, which is very different to the rest here in downtown. Um, and it has gorgeous green roofs uh, that kind of top it. Uh, you can see that it's got like a main kind of section and then like a large spire that kind of goes all the way up the tower kind of thing that goes up and actually sits, uh, the roof that sits above the wall uh, uh, of the People's Republic. And as you guys get there, Orpha goes up, we'll, we'll, we'll just go in through, uh, we'll go in through the back entrance and uh, kind of walks you guys around the side of the building um, to a door. He knocks on the door. You hear a voice inside. Right, who is it? Who is it? Ulfa goes, it's, uh, it's, it's Ulfa. Um, I'm, I'm here for the fight night. Right then, come on in, come on in. Any weapons on you? The slide slides open the door, kind of big, loud metal door kind of slides. And uh, inside, you can see that the voice is coming from a little gnome. Um, who's kind of stood by the door, but he looks like he is armed to the teeth. He's got like two rapiers on either side. He's got a short sword like on his back. You can see that he's got daggers kind of strapped to his legs. And it's like, right, well, so, yeah, so any weapons on you lot? Anything on you guys? Any, any weapons? Uh, it's like a stone gray tax. That's fine. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, do I know this guy? Uh, you, you probably, uh, how often are you frequenting the Claw Mafia's bathhouse, their main hideout? How often is Arnar going, going around here? Probably. I know they know of me. And, and Toad. A bigger question is, how often are you going to fight nights here? Oh, that would be... I, I, I think, honestly, that might be a secret I try to keep from Toad. I was going to say, I was going to say that. So um, I was like, would, I, would I have known, like, could I, I, I think this is something Arnar like is a... very private. Arnar <laughs> uh, is somebody who doesn't really know how to deal with his emotions, and anger is uh, one that is very kind of easy, uh, that comes kind of easy to him. So, um, kind of venting that in the pit is... Uh, mm a way to do that. Uh, so I think he probably would know this guy in that case, but he's probably going to kind of like look at him like, don't say my fighter name. Okay. I think not Toad, of, not Toad would have noticed you leading, but not noticed where you've gone to. So he knows you've gone out like sometimes, but he doesn't know where you're yeah. going. Like he'll just oh, wake up and be like, huh. So. Beautiful. You know that this is Alfonso, um, the the doorman for for the, 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 for the lower basement area of the of the Toronosu, the bathhouse. Um, you know that he is known as a vicious fighter that has been known to have a body count larger than he himself can count because uh, he's not the most intelligent of gentlemen, but he has got a body count of uh, a, a really high body count in terms of people more he is killed. More than 10, probably. Yes, yes, more than 10 indeed. Um, and uh, he's like, uh, any other weapons amongst you lot? Uh, I, I my Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I pull out my two side swords and I said, "These are more." Those are fine. Mm -hmm. Thank you. They're souvenirs. Oh, anyway. What, what is this? Just out of interest, <laughs> like what? What can't you bring in? What can? Mate, I look. I'm, I'm. I'm not here to tell you the rules. I'm here to just watch the door. Can you, like, I've sorry, got shit sorry, I need to do. I, I'm watching. I, I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. You know, read this book, and you're, you're taking time oh. away from my night. So, do, do you mind just, you know? Well, Sorry. Be chill, it, my dude. Be chill. It could be argued, however, that through my training and, and intense devotion to the study of Alia through martial arts, that my fists could be categorized as weapons. <laughs> and I turn around and I go, especially now. <laughs> uh, well, mate, you know what? I'll, I'll just tell you this. It's, those, those are fine. Don't. You're all good. You're 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 all good. Don't don't worry about it, mate. So it's, it's all good. You 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 guys come on in. Come on in. Get 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 into the lift. Hurry up. Hurry up. And uh, and also a pleasure to see you. As uh, as you all kind of walk past Arnar's kind of at the back, he looks at Arnar and he uh, kind of winks, and is like, uh, "Can I ask you what your fighter name is, Arnar?" Uh, the Mall. The Mall. M M A U L. Mall. He he uh, kind of winks and goes, "Nice." Mole, you got there, buddy. That is how I picked the name. 
With perception, I'll be fighting tonight. We perceive that my, I have such low perception, perception, probably not. So uh, like, I'm pretty sure wouldn't see it. You it's might too hear it. You might hear it, but you know, he's just complimenting the weapon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As we sort of get into the lift, uh, Blanco sort of like starts sort of licking at his coat, cloak and sort of like brushing himself down because, you know, he's, he's quite proud of his white fur and having gone through Gnome City, it, it's sort of being a bit dusty and if he's going into somewhere, he wants to present himself sort of looking a bit spit. So he's I got sort of you. like... Press the dissertation. I'll help you out. I'll help clean the fur out. So oh, I got thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was very dusty going through there, and uh... maybe we can stop by the spa after this. You know, I need to get my scales done too. So maybe after this, we can actually stop by the the bathhouse. Yeah, you. That was very nice. I look forward to it. We can catch up a little bit. Maybe uh, we can have a bit of a chat. So, so as you guys make your way down. Uh, as you guys make your way into this lift, it's basically this gorgeous golden lift that has like almost like filigree bits that are all kind of peeling off and curling around and it's really, really gorgeous. You can see it at the top, there's like a, a, a dial that says like which floor it's on and it is just beautiful, like absolutely shined to like perfection, polished gorgeously. Um, and uh, as you step in, he's like, uh, He's like, all right, mate, just, uh, just press the lever. Just, 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 just pull the lever, go down. Fucking down, not up, down. I'll say it one more time, down, not up, down. Um, and, uh, and have a good night. Enjoy the fucking fight. Stomp's gonna fucking kill some people. Go have a fucking good night. So are we going down, down during earlier rounds of this fight? Uh, oh my God. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, that was... That was uh that was sneaky. That was that was you can have inspiration for that. That yeah. was yeah, that was, that was definitely inspiration worthy. Man. And as you Does this guy slot... say my name out loud? No. Because I, I, I there's no way I can telegraph to everyone here that I don't want to be recognized. So I feel nah. like eventually someone's gonna be like, it's the mall, and I'll be like, oh, fuck. Shit. Not at all. He doesn't say your name. Okay. He, he lets you guys get Rad. into the lift. You see him, he shuts the door behind and he pulls up the stool and pulls out like Though he's a gnome, he pulls out like this large tome and is like flicking like a page at a time and just kind of like almost speed reading through pages. As you guys slap this lift into like uh, the, the down position, you hear as it begins, the gears begin turning and it begins slowly moving downwards. So first thing that I want to just address is as you begin traveling downwards, Rom, you hear a voice in your head again. The same voice that you've been hearing before, the same gentleman that you met in your dream recently, Kyber as you know him, just goes, ah, very interesting. The water runners work with the Claw Mafia. This is not something that we knew of, but it seems as you are now in the belly of the beast, that this is a good place, if ever, to gather some extra information about this group you're with, and the Mafia as a whole. Can't say anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Rom stays stoic as you guys travel downwards. So, as you guys come down, the lift comes and lands in place. In front of you, you can see you're kind of in this like dingier uh, basement area. You can see as the gate of the lift comes open, over to the right, you can see there's a bar with a bunch of people kind of gathered, laughing and kind of talking over to the right. Um, over to the left, you can see a bunch of people are kind of gathered in a circle, and I'll, I'll come back to that in a minute. Um, however, in front of you, you can see that there's some steps down, and then there's a sunken section in the floor that is a circle. In there, it's completely dirt, and there seems to be like these uh, this like spray painted logo kind of like on the dirt uh, that looks like three like claw marks basically. And you can see over to the far left as well, there's uh, some betting booths and some like bits like that. There's uh, some people making bets and like going up to these booths. Then on the far side, you see like a little raised platform with some more like tables and some people that seem to be a little bit more like 
uh, a little bit more wealthier kind of sat around these tables. Finally, there's a very large platform directly across from you guys with a large sofa chair basically there. Sat in the sofa chair is uh, what's known as an Arcanaloth. Um, this creature, and he, he's very old, you can see that he's old, but he's kind of presiding over what is happening in front of you guys. So this, is, <laughs> this is what this Arcanaloth that sat up there looks like. He's got this little like cap kind of on. Uh, he's got a little small set of glasses at the end of his nose. Uh, he's wearing like a tweed kind of jacket and some like greenish trousers. And you can see he's passing like some prayer beads through uh, his fingers, just kind of passing them through uh, ever so slightly. Um, and just kind of not really saying much. Uh, as you look over to the left where I mentioned that group of people were kind of stood, that circle of people were kind of stood, um, you can see that there is a gentleman um, and he's kind of holding court there. He's like, uh, <clears throat> he's like, everyone come gather round. Let me show you something that I'm sure you've never seen before. I am the fastest around and I am here to show you why. At this moment, he goes, see this? And he opens his hand and there seems to be some coins um, in his hand. Uh, he shows it to the kind of like audience and it's like, these are coins, metal and solid. Here, test one, hands onto an audience member, they bite it and they're like, yeah, metal, seems metal. And he's like, so, as the fastest around, let me show you why. He throws the coins in the air, whips an arquebus from his hip and just fires this weapon that is loud and very, like echoes around as it does. And you see the coins kind of land on the ground as they do. He begins laughing, ha, ah, I'm sure you all missed it, but let me show you what really happened. He picks up one of the coins and there is a perfect hole shot in the center of one of the coins. He goes, and that is why they call me Surge the Messenger Contreras. Thank you for watching. Thank you, thank you all. And uh, it's kind of just gesturing around and holding court. Um, you can see in the center of the ring, there is another gentleman. This gentleman is ginormous. He is a massive, massive person. You can see in the center oh, of this- Toad would definitely clap at that. Toad would definitely clap when he <laughs> seen that. Like he definitely digs a good, um, a good kind of show, so. Amazing. You can see in the center is this giant gentleman. He is like probably about nine to 10 feet tall. Um, his hips are like above this lower sunken bit that's probably about four foot sunken down. Um, and he's in a pinstripe suit with like sleeves rolled up with like shirt sleeves rolled up. Uh, he's got like a gold kind of chains around um, and you can see that he's got some gold knuckle dusters with a little uh, bowler kind of hat on his head. And uh, he's kind of just laughing there in the center and uh, and just making a bit of noise basically. He's like, ah, city boy is undefeatable. Nobody can stop city boy. City boy is the strongest around. And, um, <laughs> and at that moment, over to you guys as you're in this wild scape in front of you. Did Arnar just sigh? Yeah, he, he kind of sighs on his first like, oh, not this fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, do you know this person? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, I've heard of him. Mm. Oh. What what is what is he about? What's his deal? Other than being a city boy. He is, if I recall correctly, half giant, thus contributing to his imposing stature, and he Oh I believe is um Undefeated in the ring, I think. Is that is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, that's exactly right. He is okay. currently undefeated in the ring. Do he and I have any history? I feel like he could wipe my ass across the floor, but um, at considering this, he's like nine or something. At this moment, as you guys have kind of just stepped out of the lift and it's gone uh, back up, you guys are kind of stood just in front of where the lift uh, came off. You notice that the gentleman in the center sees R&R across the way and he goes, Oh, hello, little green man. Pleasure to have you back. Come, rematch. Let me beat you again. Oh. I'm I'm not doing that 
right now. I'm not. I'm not. Come on, on, little man. Come on, Maul. You know you want City Boy to rub your face in dirt like I did last time. Come on. Hey, we. At this point, the crowd kind of watching are like, Yeah, Maul. Go on, the Maul. Yeah. And you notice the crowd that were around Surge kind of turn away. What are they? Wait. Ah. Uh, are they talking about? I just. Uh, wait, have you, have you fought him? I. Have you been? I've, wait. Arnar's just gonna kind of like he looks overwhelmed for a second. He's, he's gonna give me a second, and he flips through his notes to a page that kind of has a bookmark. He kind of reads over a bit. He's like, okay. Would um, would you mind holding my jacket? Uh, and he hands his vest, revealing like these rippling muscles, and he kind of like cricks his neck a bit. He's like. <clears throat> Let's go, city boy, back in the ring again, huh? He's like, come on, come step into my <laughs> ring. And you can see- Oh yeah, you wanna fuck around and find out, baby? I swear to God, I'll drag you across these fucking stones like it's nothing. <laughs> I cannot wait to give you my fist in your mouth like last time. Ooh, me ready. Oh, uh, my fist is gonna be in your mouth after it travels right up your ass, baby. You'll taste your own <laughs> shit. Oh, this is big talk for small man. Come on, small man, get in ring with me. Uh, uh, the mall hops into the ring. Amazing. At this point, Blanco is like just looking from Geo to Edith to and they. Oprah's like, like any, anyone know inside check right the now? mall? Yeah. The mall. It's, yeah, you can make an inside yeah. check. Yeah, go for it. Make an inside check. Over's like, does anyone know what's happening? Let's go, a 21. What the hell is happening? The mall is the kind of Lucha Libre persona Arnai puts on. I think with a 21 insight, you can kind of gather that Arnai is a very awkward person in real life, but it seems like he's kind of compiled personas of other wrestlers and is literally just using that to act charismatic. Uh, in the ring, like he doesn't—he doesn't even kind of realize the stuff he's saying. He's just repeat—he's like—he's parroting stuff he's heard before. Uh, so he's just like—he's—he's he's this persona. Like he's like—he's all grins and like wry looks and shit um, to kind of fill with this a, niche. With a twenty-one insight, would I be able to figure out: Are you a heel or a face? Oh, great Ooh. fucking question. Holy great question. Mm. I have a 23 if that makes a difference. <laughs> it. I'm trying to think. Um, I didn't think I'd be asked this question. Uh, probably. If we're talking R&R, &R, he's, he's typically very kind of deceptive with this kind of stuff. I'd say he's probably a face. Nice. Amazing. Yeah. So well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the ring persona is different than, like, the real persona. Sure, so, I mean... but especially considering the fact that he's about to get his ass handed to him by this nine-foot-tall <laughs> half-giant. Um, definitely this, a face. So point... Toe completely caught off guard. He's gonna, he's still gonna, like, kind of look shop. He's gonna, he's still gonna be like, yeah, yeah, go, go, go mall. It's gonna, so gonna do Bardic Inspiration to see him go into the ring. Like, it's the first thing he's kind of just, like, just... Really confused and lost, but he's still gonna do that by inspiration, just like saying, "Yeah, get, 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 get them all, t take them down." As you guys can hear this, there's there's a lot of commotion going around. People, as uh, R and R takes his jacket off and kind of steps through the crowd, people are starting to go, "Yeah, let's go, championship fight, yes, for the championship!" And you can hear that it's getting rough now. People are starting to fight. You can see the crowd that was in front of the gentleman uh, with the uh, who, who fired off the uh, the arquebus. Um, by the way, he looks like this. I'll just show you guys quickly and describe it uh, for anyone watching. Um, this is what he looks like. Um, so he's got like a, a tall top hat kind of sat to one side. Um, he's got like a, a long leather coat with pinstripe trousers. Um, and he's got like a, a beautiful arquebus that is like a basically harsh parts are wooden, parts are metal, and uh, it's, it's really, really nice. It glints in the light, and you can see that it's actually attached to something on his hand. There's actually like a, a metal plate on his hand that has an arm that attaches to the Archibus. 
Um, and uh, and you can also see that on his side, he's got another couple of other like arquebuses. He's got like a couple stuff like behind his trousers and in different holsters and whatnot. And uh, and that's the gentleman that you saw. And as as Arnar makes his way, the crowd kind of turns away from me. He's like, "Hey, come, no, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, fight, woo, woo." Serge, don't don't worry about it, Serge. Uh, I'll get you your spotlight back in under thirty seconds. Uh, as he cracks his knuckles. City boys like just okay. have to say oh god god I was gonna say just for the record for people at home daddy this is a daddy this this guy this guy is daddy <laughs> <laughs> this is not in character this is Amber saying to you daddy <laughs> so to surge to surge or to the mall no, Serge. Serge, that makes more sense. I was like, uh, wait a minute, what? No, <laughs> no, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, makes much more the sense. Like, it's not daddy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Serge is daddy. That is, I can I can concur with this fact. Um, As Arnar climbs down into the pit and the crowd begin going, you see a bunch of people rush over to the bed boots and begin like shouting and they're like, I want to put three gold on the mall. Another person's like, are you stupid? City Boy's never lost a fight. I'm putting 20 gold on City Boy. And it's just like chaos over there. You can see the, the, you can't really see the figures in the betting boots, but their hands are moving very quickly. Um, so, as Arnar enters. Can I make a bet? Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, just yeah. before like betting shuts, I'd like yeah. to make a bet, please. Amazing, you run over with, yeah. with Blanco and you guys uh, get to the front of the queue. You hear a little voice inside. What's your, what's, what's your bet? What's your bet? How much gold? But, I got five gold on me. Yolo tengo cinco. I think we put them on City Boy. Oh, I was gonna go for R or oh. I just have a feeling. I don't <laughs> you know, know what it is. Well, I'm... you know what? He's not that. I was gonna go on City Boy. Oh my god! I left all that halfway through that. I don't know. You look at the size difference, and I don't know. He's a little bit, uh, you know, yeah. he doesn't. He's he's quite reserved. But he I, he kept it from us. Who knows? He might oh. have like some crazy, like thing you know, up his sleeve, or yeah. he's not wearing sleeves anymore. But we could go each way. Yeah, each way bit. We never lose. Exactly. No. Fifty gold on R now. Oh. R never wears sleeves. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Fifty gold. Fifty gold. I hedged my bets. I I put five on City Boy. Okay, that's here you go. Here's your ticket stubs. Come and collect your winnings if you win. Uh, what's the, the odds, by the way? I didn't uh, even... Yeah, you got two to one. Uh, the green guy's the, the underdog. Okay, yeah, that's good gold. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and gold, please, so uh, I can take the... Uh, uh, I hand over. <laughs> Thank you. He kind of scoops it in, and you see he just pulls a tray and just scoops the gold Figures into the tray. Yeah. And uh, Geo, Geo goes yeah. up to Arnor and uh, just says, Arnar, are you sure about Who's Arnar? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I, I, I think you are. I'm confused. I am also confused. Right now. I'm, I'm at work. I need you to just kind of roll with me here. What are you talking about, friend? I'm saying to you that you've got this under control and I. I certainly do. Believe me, when this guy kicked my ass last time, it was a close fight, and I intend to close the gap. I put my hand on Arnor's or the Maul's shoulder, and I uh, cast bless on. Oh hell yeah! On uh, the Maul, and so he has. You got me uh, tingling for the fight. <laughs> Very nice. I so, say, you got this, the Maul. You got this. I'm right in your corner all the way, and I look at you in your eyes trying to pierce through the the charade and just to say, I do got you. Uh, as this happens, Orpher, who's kind of just been left by the lift, is like, uh, okay, okay, uh, uh, okay um, I, I guess I'll go find Marnie then. Um, and kind of just like goes off and kind of walks off to, to, to the left-hand corner and uh, goes and knocks on one of the doors in the corner. Um, I'll fly over. If Toadsy's, I'll fly over and go go with that and see what happens. Uh, thank you, Toad. And uh, and uh, as he knocks on the door, the door opens and uh, and he's like, uh, "Is is is Amani working tonight?" And uh, you can see um, this little halfling woman is like, "Yes, um, yeah, she, she she's just tending to the last competitor. Uh, Funk broke his arm, um, so she's just she's just repairing that." 
um, at the moment. Um, I'll, I'll tell her if you just wait here. I'll tell her you're you'll be ready for uh, for her, and just, she'll be you know. I'll sort it so she comes out in just a moment. I'm, I'm stumbling over my words. I apologies. I've got a, a, another person to get back to. The funk beat just before that. Uh, he, he broke his clavicle, so I need to go solve that. Um, and they kind of disappear off and, and, and begin kind of mending people. And all for you and Toad are kind of left stood there. And all is like, classic. Imani always, always at work. And uh, well, let's uh, let's let's cross our fingers for our friend Arnaud. Wouldn't you say? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You 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 okay? You okay, Toad? You seem a little bit uh, out of sorts at the moment. Oh, good. Just, it's, it's been a long day. I'm just tired, you know. Playing music can definitely get a long set, so... Yeah, you know, just... Uh, As a yeah, painter, I understand, you know. Once I've done, uh, you know, a beautiful canvas oil piece, it, it, uh, it often drains my battery thoroughly, so uh, n not not a problem. Could I... To me, which I definitely want to purchase one of those paintings sometime, too. I think it'll look nice in, in our apartment, so... I actually, in the two hours that you were away, I, I started working on that commission piece you asked me for of, of all of us as the green jalapenos. I started uh, just just working on some like album art you you, you mentioned. So I, I've I've got the like preliminary sketches in place. I'll, I'll show you that when we get back to my place later. Oh yes, yes, that'd be that'd be awesome. Amazing, not a problem. At this point, we cut back into the uh, the ring. Um, so the way this is going to work. Um, Sam, if you look in the Discord, you have access to our unarmed combat supplements. You have uh, the, the the two unarmed combat. Where's that at? Um, just in the streamer chat on the Discord channel that we are in, uh, just below, oh. just below Amberson, you can see the two supplements there. And nice. and uh, and at this point, you can see City Boy is like, okay. You know what? I make it easy for you. And he takes his uh, he takes his brass knuckles off and kind of slides them into his pocket. He's like, I give you fighting chance today, little green man, come on. And uh, you see him kind of get into stance. Suddenly the room falls quiet and you hear the, uh, the, the Arcanalock top stands up and he goes, well, it looks like we have a new competitor or in this case, a returning one facing our champion tonight. So fighters, Take your position, and let's fight! And uh, at this point, the crowd just roars. You hear an absolute roar from the crowd. And uh, the way that the unarmed combat supplement works is, uh, Sam, you take your strength modifier, um, you take the modifier, you quadruple that, and whatever that number is, is the range at which basically, if you roll within that range on your D100, um, you basically get to activate the ability next to the strike that's there. That's cool. Oh, it's very nice. Ex I hope, I hope so. And so, like uh, so what it means is when you make an attack, we're going to make the attack roll, you're going to do damage, and then uh, you're going to roll that D100 to see if the effect uh, happens, basically. Okay. Amazing. So, first things first, let's roll initiative. All of us? Thank no, just, 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 just myself and Just, just, just myself and Arnar. Uh, 15. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, I'm a fan. Oh, City yeah. Boy. Just about Shut up. City Boy rolls a natural one. So Arnar, oh. you're up first. You are up I, first. I look at uh, Rom and I'm like... You're a bad friend. No, I'm hedging up it. I'm still, uh, yeah, I, know, that's very I want the move. You know, we might be going to the I'm going to yeah, yeah, yeah. bonus action rage, or focus, I suppose. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. style, where it's like, everything is disappointment. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to, um... Uh, uh, don't, don't worry about Mac, we're going to do Theater of Mind. He's probably about 15 feet away. Epic. Oh, then I'm, I'm pulling up on this SOB. Uh, I kind of want to, because I am smaller, uh, if he gets a haymaker on me, I'm essentially finished. So what I would like to do is get behind him, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna try to, um, uh, you know, you know when somebody's standing like with their legs kind of hyperextended, and you hit him, their knee kind of collapses from yeah. underneath him. I'm trying to get this guy onto his knees so I can, uh, 
Beautiful. Play punching bag with his face. Beautiful. Uh, so, I guess that's just an unarmed strike. Well, yes. Roll, you got Bardic roll, Inspiration roll too, still. Nice. Yeah. Bardic Inspiration and I yeah. less. Could we, like, call out uh, insults to City Boy to, like, give him disadvantage and shit? <laughs> like, there's mustard on your tie! Just get it! Cool, we'll, 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 we'll deal with that for sure. Nice, yeah. Okay, so that is a total of uh, 18. I'm going to save my inspiration for one. Mm -hmm. 18, so sounds good, yeah. 18 definitely hits. Uh, one hit a quitter. Oh, shoot. I was going to... I have two attacks. Never mind. I'll do that afterwards. Uh, cool. Then I, I deal um, seven points of damage to him. Just straight up because it's an unarmed attack. Amazing. Um, so, to describe this, Arnor, you... Uh, the mole, actually, kind of... Well, are you are you orthodox or are you southpaw? Are you standing right hand forward or left hand forward? Start with that. R&R is ambidextrous, so he switches it up. Beautiful. You walk in, in and fight. as you do, you're switching stance. Um, you throw a little like a little jab feint, and you see City Boy kind of react. As you do, he leaves that front leg out there. You swing a vicious outside leg kick that just chops at the outside of his knee. It kind of bends and he folds down and takes one knee, and he's like, Ah, Jesus! And uh, and takes seven points. Of damage. Oh. Go for it. Uh, do I roll a d100? No. Uh, yes, or please. That... Yes, please roll a d100. Okay. 54. So nothing happens. Um. It's amazing. So next, next attack. I am going to make a disadvantage per my barbarian feature, which allows me to uh, deal some extra stuff if I hit. So this is where that uh, inspiration will probably come in. And that's is that d8 at this point? Yes, d8. Yeah. Okay. Boom. Uh, 15. I... Oh, that's an Eddie one. Yikers. That, that's, that's a miss. And that one? Nothing I can add to that will make that a hit. Amazing. So uh, at this point, so you chop his leg, you go to like throw a straight right and he slips the straight right and he's like, nice try. And he's now gonna come up from his knee and try and just uppercut oh, you boy. from his knee. Oh no. <laughs> Ooh, that's a three to hit. He uh, he rolls, swings, and you are able to just step out of the way, kind of pull your head back. Oh. He swings and misses. He then comes with another hand and tries to uh, make an overhand as he uses uh, half of his movement to get back to his feet and tries to throw an overhand as he does. Okay, does a 17 hit. Uh, that will hit. With a 17... You take four points of bludgeoning damage as his big hand basically comes smashing around and collides uh, with kind of like the neck jaw area and, uh, and kind of rocks you a little bit. Um, and, uh, and at this point, can you please make a constitution saving throw? Uh, yes, I can. Thank you. Uh, 21. 21. You feel this like vibration from where it hit you kind of course through your body and it's like really odd, like almost like waves of vibration course through you, but they kind of dissipate and you're, uh, you're back to normal. Uh, and City Boy's like, ah, didn't like that, did you? Okay, let's go. And uh, you're gonna damage the smile, baby? <laughs> That's a cardinal sin. Uh, and I uh, charge straight at him. I'm gonna make a, this attack's gonna be a disadvantage. But I don't want another fucking one to hit. Um, uh, yikes. Okay, so that is an 11, but I have Bless. Yep. And Bardic. Um, and Bardic if I need it. Uh, okay, four. Does a 15 hit him? Uh, it does. Okay, then I'm going to keep that Bardic. Uh, so, what I'm going to do is I hit for seven points of damage, and additionally, I'm going to use my feature known as Fracture which the target has a negative one penalty to all attack rolls until it completes a long rest. Amazing. Can you, Great. what, what uh, type of attack are you doing? Are you doing any from the list? So are you doing like groin chop, one inch jab, judo chop, crane uh, I For that, I need to roll a D100, is that yeah, correct? Yeah, do if you wish to do okay, one Okay, so, well, let's see if I get more spice on that, because that was just my primary <laughs> feature. Um, <laughs> No, 95. Uh, absolutely not. Um, no, it's it's the high range. Oh. It's the high range. Oh, it's so the that, high range. That, Ooh, yeah. maybe. I yeah, like the sound of that. Uh, in that case, then what I'm going to do 
Ooh, wow, these are all so cool. And I'll say Toad's pulling back out there since Art since um Arthur has to go find the person, so he's kinda just watching from like the oh. sidelines too. Oh, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do a grind shot. I, I got a little one-two idea so, for if this works. So he needs to make a con save. I don't know what my DC is for that. Uh, so it will be uh, eight plus strength, strength plus proficiency. Okay, so that is a total of uh, 15. Oh, he fails dramatically with a six. So, all right, I got this. What happens is I, I he grows prone from this apparently and suffers from the winded condition for 24 rounds. Three rounds. Beautiful. Okay. So I knee him in the groin, and as he falls, in order to fracture him, I just, like, ram my heel into one of his hands, uh, so his rings kind of, like, snap his hand backwards, essentially, like, with his own gold. I'm like, heavy is the hand that wears the rings, am I right, brother? You see, <laughs> you see, you hear, like, a, a crazy, all of you hear this crunch as City Boy's hand collides with R&R's knee, and you just hear, ah, Jesus! And at this point, because he's wind suffering from the winded condition, he takes level three exhaustion. Uh, his speed is halved, and he is on disadvantage uh, for disadvantage on ability checks as well. Um, Sergio, uh, at this point, is sort of breaks away from the group and is just thinking to himself, "What can I do to help? What can I do to help?" And in, in his mind, he's just making his way actually closer to Tom, and he's thinking, "What would Uncle Ace?" And, he, and underneath his breath, he's thinking about all the things he possibly could do, and he's practicing that command of Brisk, Oden, Batan, and he's getting sort of in about a 20 or 30 foot range of thumb, but he doesn't want to do anything because he loves what he's seeing R&R do right now. So he's just holding back, wondering if he might have to do something that might be able to help. You see at this point, uh, he uh, he kind of lifts himself and he's going to use uh, half of his movement uh, to get back. I, to I I still have a second attack. Oh, go for it! My oh my god! I ain't done. Go for it! I have no bell. So he's on he's on the ground. Twenty three blasts it. That's a hit. Uh, while while he's while he's on the ground, uh, still kind of like when he if he tries to get up, uh, I'm just gonna like kind of just kick him right in the jaw. Beautiful. While he's down. So I assume we're looking at uh, on the list. We're going to go with uh, kick to kick to head. I assume. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, cool. Do Roll it. your attack. Go for it. Uh, Eighty-four. That's. Uh, what's your 16, range? Sixteen. Right. Six, yeah. It's uh, sixteen. Oh, so no, that's just outside. Is it just now? Well, no. That's, no, that's right in. on it. That's, that's in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's in. That's, that's fucking in. Exactly. Oh, baby. <laughs> that's fucking in. Um, oh, amazing. So, to describe this to you all, you watch RNR, he swings groin shot as Thonk kind of covers up and goes through a punch. RNR raises a knee and kind of checks the punch with his knee. His fist kind of crumples and he kind of falls backwards as he does. RNR comes over, looms over Thonk. And can you please describe how you deliver this kick to his head and knock him clean out in front of all these people? Arnar looks down and says, he pulls out he pulls a tooth out of his jaw because he it got knocked loose by a thing. He's like, this is for the dental bill. And he kicks him right in the jaw. Beautiful. As you as you do it, it's it's like so is it a kick or is it a stomp? What type of uh what type Oh of I'm not stomping him, I'm not that dirty. I'm I'm kicking him so his teeth click together. Amazing. You like soccer kick his jaw, it whips his head back, you hear his head crack against the ground. Um Ooh. as he lays there unconscious, you watch his hands kind of go limp and loose. Silence. Balls. The Fight Club. And then someone goes, Yeah! And everyone just fucking erupts. Everyone goes, Wait, what we won, did we? we I said I was helping to cook just in case you don't know. We won! Yeah! And uh, as he's he's out unconscious, you see a couple of like uh, medical people run past Toad and Ulfur and come and like scoop up his body and kind of stretcher him past you guys. Um, at this point, you see the Arcanaloth kind of stand up again and go, "Well, it looks like we have a new champion, the Mole, the Mole, the Mole." 
I'm gonna turn to a surge. I'm gonna turn to surge and say, I said under 30 seconds, didn't I? Uh, and I toss him uh, a coin that has yet to have a hole in it. As you toss it, he uh, he pulls out his arcubus. You see, this time though, he turns and faces away from you, puts his hand like this, basically. You oh, see the arcubus yeah. rotate backwards in his hand. And you see that there's like some sort of trigger on the bottom of the handle. He pulls the trigger and the gun fires backwards behind him. You hear a tink as the bullet collides with the coin and the coin falls with, uh, with a hole in the center of it. He goes, nice show. Uh, I respect that a lot. Nice show. As always, uh, could somebody have my vest? I uh, need to put yeah, it back on. Back over. Because I'll be watching the ones again, I'd fly back over and, and hand the uh, hand it back. Uh, as soon as he gets the vest back on, he's like, "All right, I suppose we should uh, attend to business." <laughs> that, that that was amazing, R and R. I mean, hmm? the mall. <laughs> Not now. Oh, R and R. That's just for show. For show. Mm -hmm. I. I you see, uh, you well. see, you see a young gentleman come up, and he's uh, <coughs> he's got like a, a couple. Of, he's got like a scar on his cheek, and he's like, "Oh my God, that was incredible!" The mall. Can can you please sign my arm? And he like gestures with a pen to you, and goes, "Can you please sign my arm?" <sighs> All right, kid. Uh, and uh, signs his arm, uh, and then kind of like turns away instantly, and his face kind of like returns to that kind of n passive neutrality, and he says. I tried to get into this business as myself, and people said that I wasn't very compelling, even though I won a few of my fights, so I took a few weeks to study other fighters and replicate their speaking patterns. I mean, you don't really need it, to be fair. You just, like, you are the new champion, right? Hmm. It's what they come to expect now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, is very purposefully avoiding Toad's gaze. Uh, at this point, you hear the kid. You hear the kid run away and just go. I'm never gonna wash this arm. Oh my god, Dad! I can't believe this is our first that, fight. That guys. can lead to infection. That oh, and he's gone. N n nice kid. <laughs> Sorry, go for it, Amber. This is actually never heard of like fighting for fun like this or like for profit. Um, you know. Martial arts was like a way of like centering oneself back at the monastery. So this entire time they're just like, "Are are you okay? Are are you fine with?" I mean, you. I'm just concerned because not an hour ago you were berating us for beating <laughs> up a man to a pulp. Yeah, but well, no, here you guys it's killed celebrated. This is different. You guys killed somebody. Oh, I no see. one's dead here. I can see why this would lead to some confusion. Yes, this is a consensual battle between us. City Boy and I are actually close friends, but um, we just we fight because it's what the audience wants. It's uh, it's a bit of a way for people to make money, to come out and to see us uh, battle each other and to spill our blood upon the ground. Um, I've mm. lost to him. He's now lost to me. It's just the way things are. But what about like I mean, funding from what? Hmm? Like, why is it fun to? What? I'm just lost. Why would people, someone? People find enjoy it? watching it. People, so some people, it's like it, almost like entertaining. I mean, some people like watching the shows. Some people doing music. Some people like watching people beat each other up, and some people enjoy fighting. You know, I it's. Everyone has their own enjoyments and things. As Toad says this, you hear a person, like a, a couple of people away from you go, Man, I wish he just stepped on his skull and crushed it. That was crazy, though. Uh, see? Eyes, uh, and says, Well, that would sort of remove the entertainment value from any reoccurring fights I would possibly have with City Boy, would it not? I mean, yeah, I was thinking about it, wasn't I? <laughs> I <laughs> could have popped it like a melon, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you could. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Joe sees that Toad looks a little bit conflicted and goes over to Toad and says, 
that that was great, wasn't it, Toe? With a big question mark at the end of that sentence. Yeah, yeah, you know, it was definitely definitely quite the show, you know what I mean? Um the way that the groin shot that smoothest of you know, it was definitely was a uh yeah, it was a uh, definitely a very very good show. Yeah, and you guys you guys keep so many secrets. It it's it's like I'm peeling an onion how you guys reveal new things of yourselves to us. I'm really, really quite excited to see what the next thing that both of you do to, to show us how impressive you are. At this moment, Ulfer rejoins the group and he's got a, a woman with him. Um, and uh, and he says, uh, hello all, uh, good show R&R, fucking hell, that was uh, you. I've never seen anyone beat him and uh, that, Incredible. I, I, I take my hat off to you. New champion. Wow. In, 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 uh, amazing. Um, this is Imani, and you see the woman stood next to him has a gorgeous bundle of dreads kind of wrapped high uh, on her head. Um, she's wearing a like red scarf, a scarlet colored scarf, um, and then some like basically like uh, a cloak that kind of hangs over one shoulder, very like Ezio Auditore from Assassin's Creed kind of S, uh, hanging over one shoulder. And, um, and she's, uh, she's got like, uh, she's got these van braces on that have like almost like Batman-esque spikes, you know, the, uh, the, the things that, you know, Batman kind of has. And uh, she walks over and she's like, uh, uh, by the way, this is what, uh, what she looks like. Um, and <laughs> exactly. Um, and uh, she's like, uh, she's like, hey, um, I, I, I'm Imani. Um, Ulfur just uh, filled me in on um, everything. Uh, guys, this is a. Uh, she kind of huddles you in and kind of moves you away from the crowd. Um, and it's like, you know, this, what Ulfur told me about Zach and, and you guys joining the Water Runners, and um, it, it's it's really serious. Um, Look, uh, I'm, 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 we need to go talk to someone that's above me and Ulfur. If you guys are, if you guys are, if anyone wants to grab a drink quickly before we, 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 we go do that. We, we, we need to go talk to the Don. He's on the, I, I think he'll be in his war room at this point on, uh, upstairs. Um, if you guys are, if you guys are happy to, to follow me, but if anyone wants to grab a drink or, Collecting, but also, um, uh, Arna, are you are you okay? I saw your tooth. Do you need any medical assistance or anything? Oh no, that's a fake tooth. Oh, oh, how peculiar! Yeah, that, that got knocked out. That got knocked out a few uh, few years ago. I keep it in there for the show. I take it out every other show to keep people on their toes. Oh, I, I love the character play. That's that's very interesting. Uh, so, d does anyone want to grab any drinks or anything? But. This information is way above both my and Orpher's pay grade, and as the new leader of the, the Water Runners, I, we need to talk to the Don. We just need to share this information with him. Um, oh, uh, a question. Do we, we know we know their mom, right? We know Amani's yes, mom yeah, healed yes, Epis, right? Yes. Okay. I would definitely be like, oh, um, it's nice to meet you, Amani, and give your mother um, our, my thanks, our thanks. She did a fantastic job helping or render episode. Oh, you fantastic must fantastic job. You must be yes. Toad. And oh, you, you must be Evis. Oh, pl pleasure to pleasure to properly get to meet you guys. Alfred just quickly told me a little bit of, about you all. And the rest of you are um I'm guessing Blanco and he points it uh, and she points it wrong. Yes. Uh, amazing. No. Blanco. No, no, Blanco is, is... I am. Yeah, yeah. Pleasure to meet you. Oh. It's, it's, it's a pleasure to meet you too. She kind of bows a Buenos little bit. Uh, good day to you as well. Um, and uh, and, and you, you must be wrong there. Yes, I'm wrong. Good day. Hello. I mean, you guys are, I mean, from what Oprah tells me, incredible people. Um, but you're stuck in some shit that is fucking big, guys. You're, you're in some big shit right now. You could say that. Yeah, it, it, it feels like it. You're... You're all, uh, you're all right. Arnor, I know you're just, you all look a little bit beat up. Is that, is, does anyone else need medical, medical attention while I'm here? Uh, medical attention, no, but I've, in reflecting over the past 24 hours, I really feel like my goddess 
would probably be pissed at all of my behavior. I mean, fighting for fun? And profit? Ooh, speaking of. Well, you weren't totally, I mean, hopefully I would understand you weren't involved with that at all, right? So I think you'll be good on that because you weren't, you were just there. You weren't taking part in it by any means. But so. Evis, you remember as you say this and Toad says this to you, that face of Alia <sighs> spreading open as she said darkness. And uh, you just remember the word cockroach that she said kind of rocking around your head. At this point, Does Evis make a base at that? Yeah. Whoa, is, is everything... Is everything okay? That was... It's fine. It's fine. It's... 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 He... They... They, like... Compose themselves. I'm fine. Um, just... Memories. You know. Uh... So... Wait, so cockroach. Wait, is there anything in here that reminds me of that? Um, it's that they called you a cockroach. They referred to you as a cockroach in their day. That's you. Ruining their day, basically. Hmm. Uh, so, is, is everyone... And I'm, I'm sure your your god is... I mean, if you're with the water runners, you know, your, your karma is kind of balancing out, you know? Doing some good? One can hope. Yeah, you know, I, I hope so. And you seem you seem like a lovely person anyway. You've got, got a very bright smile, uh, says Imani to Evis. One can hope. But, uh, so tell me, wait, so who are we meeting? The the Don? Uh, yes, so... Tell us a little bit more about the Don. So so he's he's the he's the guy who runs this, this establishment. Um, and uh, he... he he just, he kind of outranks Ulfur and I um, in terms of the, the hierarchy of, uh, and she kind of looks and kind of goes like like this kind of thing. Um, so she, he, he, he just outranks us. As she says this, Rom, you hear a voice in your head. The voice says, the dawn is part of the defiant. Now that is a plot twist. I was not expecting that at all. It was quiet again. At this point, Blanco looks over at Rom. Go collect is a winning. Now we shall share it. I'll pay you back your five gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do I get for kicking ass? So I get paid anything? Do I get rent? Yeah. So, as as uh, Rom and Blanco make their way to go collect their winnings, you guys go over and uh, you get given. Um, so it was uh, you lost the five, but you got a hundred gold pieces back on your bed. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Arnar, um, as this is kind of happening, City Boy suddenly appears and he's got his hand bandaged up um, and is like uh, kind of staggers over and puts his arm around and goes. Oh, good fight, little green man. Very good. And uh, he basically pulls one of his gold necklaces off and places it on you. Goes championship necklace for you. Very good fight. Yes, yes. What is what's his actual name? Is it is it City Boy? His, he goes by City Boy, but his real name's Thonk. Thonk. Yeah, Thonk. Thank you, Thonk. I appreciate the medals. Uh, Perhaps one of these days we can partake of my patience together. Oh, not a problem. We can maybe train someday. You come deep downtown, spend time with me. We throw punches at walls and break them, you know, that kind of thing. City boy really strong. Mm. He break walls all the time. You know this, though. You felt the punch. Yes, you do. Indeed. I did feel that connect with my jaw. It was a very good punch. Imani turns to city boy and goes, What else? He goes, Oh, come on, Imani, there's no need for the city boy already get- She's like, hey, rules are rules, you know the rules. Fine, I give you winnings, here you go. And he pulls out a little uh, sack of coins and hands them over. There are your 20 gold pieces, go have a good day. Go on, get out mm. of here now. I don't want to I see will you around. I pay my rent. I will try not to disturb you. As Arnar kind of like uh, throws up the coins and catches them and puts them on his belt. Well, 
Good night, everybody. City boy needs to go rest hand after. Ouch. I see you later. And he kind of stomps off towards the left. Um, and it goes upwards. And Marnie is like, he's a, he's a lovely guy, really. You should see him do stand-up at the fishbowl. His stand-up is some of the funniest shit I have ever seen in my life. You Trust me, you don't want to miss a funk stand-up night. One of the best around. I don't understand most of the jokes, but I people laugh. Oh, he's hilarious. He shakes that place. He shakes mm. it. Well, if you're all uh, uh, if you're all ready, should we go up and see the dawn quickly? Sure, let's yeah, I actually, uh, I'll I'll meet you up there. I need to uh, confer with my associate. Of course, yeah. Before, um, sorry. Yes. Um, Bef before we go up, um. Blanca goes over to Arnard and says, My friend, I think I will have to take some notes and lessons from you for when I meet the man with the black hand because you have done something tonight that I have not witnessed before and maybe just my, my rapier is not enough and maybe you can show me some of these moves. Hmm. I think... Evis might actually be a better teacher for your particular style of fighting, but I tend to fight with a little less honor, and I don't know if that's particularly your style. When it comes to the man with black hands, he deserves you know, honor. Mm. To say he Always go deserves honor is to ridicule how I feel. Arnar, uh, kind of actually reading a social situation uh, puts his hand uh, on Blanca's shoulder and kind of nods kind of warmly and says always aim for the genitals uh, then kind of walks <laughs> off waiting for Toad to follow and uh, he's just like Blanca's just like and takes this in and it's like oh, oh, your mantra amazing so as uh, as Arnar kind of walks off to to go speak with Toad, and mine's like, okay, um, guys, uh, fourth floor, fourth floor, um, and see you guys up there. Thank you. Any, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Any do's or don'ts from the Don? Does he not like things? Does he like things? Uh, be polite be and polite. uh, may, may, maybe respect. Uh, call him Don. Um, you know that kind of thing. Cool, cool, um, cool. I, I've never had an issue with him. He's never criticized anything I've done, though. I know he's pretty uh, savage with, with with other people, so um, just just yeah, just just be cautious. Come on, you lot. Let's uh, let's let's go up in the lift, and uh, we'll meet you guys uh, in a minute. Uh, at this point, you lot make your way over to the lift, get in, and she slams it up to the fourth floor. Um, as you guys travel up from the basement and up to the ground floor of the Torah, uh, it kind of goes past like a, a, a gated area and you can see into the first floor. You can see that there's baths and steam rising from all different areas. There's eucalyptus smell like almost hits you immediately. Um, and it is, you can see there's like creatures hanging out in different uh, saunas, and, like baths and things like that, um, all kind of littered around in front of you. And as you kind of quickly move past that floor, you come up uh, to the second floor, um, which is uh, basically, uh, you can see at the center is there's a giant uh, glass orb filled with water. Uh, and you can see that there is a mer person just kind of like swimming around um, in that. You can see that there's a bunch of like cushions and things dotted around um, the place and there's people kind of like chilling out, uh, smoking hookahs and kind of talking. Uh, it's all very hush-hushed though, it's not very loud. Uh, though there is kind of like some sort of sitari music going on in the background. And as you continue up past that floor, uh, you come to the third floor, which is, uh, there's just basically the gate there and you can see a hallway. Um, that's basically about it with the door at the end. Then finally you rise up to the fourth floor. As the gates open, you guys kind of make your way in. I'll just describe before we cut back to R&R and Toad. What you see in front of you is a room that has ebony colored wooden floors. You can see at the center is a giant uh, table, circular table basically, hung by chains from the ceiling with chairs dotted around it. You can see um, from the roof of the, of the room, there is a fire crackling on the roof 
that is projecting light like outwards um, and it's reflecting kind of heat off of the floor uh, as you kind of step in you can feel even through shoes and things like that the floor is warm almost uh, from uh, from this heat that is there um, as you walk in you see a gentleman sat at the far side of the table kind of in shadow this gentleman is covered completely in fur and then we're going to cut back to Arnar and Toad as well as the rest of the homie and the dude team. Um, you can talk about our airship combat system that we've been working on and, uh, and give feedback on that as we're, uh, as we're going through to Kickstarter. Um, but also if you like MMA, there's a big section of the Discord in there for you to talk about mixed martial arts with a bunch of other fans who enjoy that as well. Finally, we do have a brand new newsletter of holding that we are doing at the moment. Um, what you will get if you sign up for free to our newsletter of holding is you'll get entered in all of our family-made dice giveaways. You'll get free D&D supplements such as monsters, maps, um, new rule sets, NPCs fully stat blocked, all of which come with awesome art and things like that as well. And then finally, uh, you get to again interact about this airship combat system that we're working towards starting as a Kickstarter. So that will be something that you can answer questions, give your opinion, all that kind of stuff on um, in that newsletter holding. There will be a link to the description of that as well. Otherwise, thank you so much for watching. It's been an absolute pleasure having you guys here. We'll catch you guys in the next episode.